Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. This is Emily Marie, and I am your host, and this is a little pre-introduction before you hear the real introduction to get us all the way in today's episode. It is a guest episode with my soul sister, Jenna Miller, and I am so excited for you all to hear Our conversation all around sacred sexuality, divine feminine, divine masculine energy, masculine and feminine energy in general, the polarity that they that each serve um, and how the polarity affects us all about embodiment and like we go all of the places. So I'm so excited for you all to listen in to hear the juiciness that my Gemini sister Jenna and I get into. She is so embodied in the work that she puts out there, which is this sacred sexuality and embodiment coaching and just giving you a safe, supportive space to release shame and to let go of any masks that you feel you need to cover yourself up you are totally safe to be fully seen and accepted with Jenna so really excited for you all to get that um get that taste get that episode listen in today is what I'm trying to say and I do have a couple announcements first announcement as you've been tuning in the past couple of weeks I've been talking about the reset and renew retreat Y'all, I am going to be pivoting the Reset and Renew Retreat container. Um, This is a very, very, very new pivot. I'm like just today, I chose and anchored in and I'm leaning into my intuition about this. But um, so more details is what I'm trying to say to come tomorrow and moving forward. But the Reset and Renew Retreat container Instead of it being a three-day virtual experience on Zoom, um, it is going to be a six-week experience, a six-week journey to reset and renew our energy. We will still be working through the same process of reflect, accept, and celebrate, except instead of in three days, it's going to be over the course of six weeks. This gives space for myself to jump in a week, for the guest teachers to have their own weeks, for um, myself to jump in at the end, and to really support and give you space to process, to give you space to integrate, and and just a bigger, longer container, um, because it is going to be a transformative process. So I'm really excited about this shift. Again, more to come. But if you, you know, were excited about Reset and Renew, but the dates didn't align with you, um, you know, it just didn't work out. And this now switch up shift in this container, six weeks of sisterhood, six weeks of empowerment, six weeks of rooting further into ourselves if you want six weeks of resetting and renewing your energy follow the link in the show notes below to book a discovery call with me 20 minutes to get all of your questions answered anything you want to know i will share with you Um, and again more details 
written details to come here in the next uh, couple days, next week. But we will still be starting that week, June 21st, like um, whatever that week falls in with June 25th, 26th, 27th, that will be the start date. And six weeks from there, we will be on our journey. So again, book that discovery call. I would love to jam with you. An update around Bridget Rose, my Etsy shop. I said I would have up at the end of May, you know, to restocked in full. And I still want to make that deadline, but um, also it might fall in June sometime. So just keep a lookout on that. Bridget Rose has not gone anywhere. I am just in the midst of a lot of shifts business-wise, which brings me to my next point. Um, down in the show notes below as well is a link if you would like to schedule a reading with me, a one-on-one reading. Um, I'm available Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you want to go deeper into your energy where I could read cards, a Reiki session, um, a healing session, guided meditation, chakra cleansing, rebalancing, alignment, um, channeled messages. If you want to go into your birth chart um, and find out more specific to you and as your own, you know, wherever your zodiacs and houses fall, um, I'd love to jam into that with you too. So there's a link below. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I am available over at Starlight Intuitive. I will still be doing um, virtual sessions, you know, so if you're not actually in Southern California here, uh, you can still book like that. Um, but also in-person sessions are opening up. So if you are local and if you are listening, come on in, stop on by Starlight Intuitive. Um, but yes, that is all of my announcements. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I'm so freaking excited for y'all to hear this conversation between my soul sister, Jenna Miller, and myself. Hello, hello, beautiful Phil, your cup family. It has been a freaking minute. I literally, before with my girl Jenna, I just spilled the beans. I have a guest today. My soul sister Jenna is here with me. But I was just going back in time with her. I haven't recorded an episode since November of last year, 2020, which seems like centuries ago. So it feels a little weird to be here, but it feels so good to be back breaking off the rust. Is that how you say it? Breaking, shaking off the rust? I don't know how you fucking say that, but y'all know what I mean. It just feels so good to be back. And especially in this safe space with my sister, Jenna, because if you do not know Jenna Miller, I've shared, I've definitely shared all about her on my Instagram, but she is literally my twin. We're a day apart. Um, we met last year in Ali Canales' Radiant Leadership Academy, and I am actually interviewing Ali later today for a podcast. So I love, it's probably all of our energies too are like sinking. Yes, yeah, so yummy. Um, so long story short, we have never met each other in person, um, but we are I've never been so connected with someone like just virtually and never being able to meet like that. So 
definitely excited to share just Jenna with you and then going even deeper into what Jenna does and what she is all about. Um, if you know me and you've been in my energy, I've definitely talked about masculine and feminine energy. And Jenna is the queen of number one, feminine embodiment. Ugh the queen of feminine embodiment because she is so well-versed and knowledgeable in the masculine and the feminine. So this is really going to be such a juicy conversation. Um, before I send it right over to Jenna, I did pull a card for both of us, and this is the first time you're seeing it, um, but mother perception. And if this isn't fitting right for today, this is a water card. Water is the element of emotions. I know we're going to, we have opened this space to have our hearts open, our hearts being that feminine energy, that emotional space for us just to be real, to share what comes to the surface. I did um, a couple sessions with Jenna, geez, again, like back in November, like years ago, it seems like, but those sessions cracked me open to my femininity, to my self-worth. And it's actually so funny that we're recording right now around this Pisces new moon energy and the Pisces new moon is all about self-worth and again, releasing the lack and scarcity and just anchoring further into what that worthiness and again, deservingness and value means for us. So it's actually so interesting that of course we're connecting again here. So this is gonna be a perceptive, intuitive conversation. Um, I'm excited to dive right in without me taking up the entire episode with just an intro. I am going to give the microphone right over to Jenna and just go ahead, girl, share you, share your magic, whatever you feel called to do. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and to be connecting with you. This is such a privilege and I love our conversation. So I love that we're giving others a sneak into all of the, the juiciness that exists when you and I get together and, and chat. But yeah, you summed it up pretty well. I um, focus a lot on embodiment and through that divine feminine uh, energy um and in the sacred sexuality space so in talking about the the beautiful polarity that exists between the masculine and feminine energy um and if this is new to you we all have these energies within us i wish that they had different names so that we didn't genderize them but we all have these two um polar energies within us and really I share with folks how to artfully dance between the two and live a, um, a liberated more full expression um, through channeling and uh, dipping into these energies so yeah I work primarily one-on-one -on -one with folks uh, and in small group settings to really uh, go deep and and uh, share space and community so that's me Mm, oh my god I'm like vibrating over here I'm like dancing you can't you guys can't see me Jenna can um but I'm just swaying because literally she radiates like this just balanced feminine and masculine which in essence radiates her just 
divine feminine energy back out so I just need to kind of like pause and share that with you because it's like I'm feeling it and I know it's a testament to to this kind of space of just massive transformation um that I know especially like since our sessions we've we've both moved through um and with that being said, just witnessing you deepening and more into your work like these. Um, I know this isn't the first podcast you've been on sharing your magic. I know that you also now are hosting like monthly um, workshops. I'd love for you to talk about those. Like I just see you again radiating and sharing your medicine in such a beautiful way and it's just such a testament to the work that you've done um so with that being said i feel like where this wants to go first is how did you get into this work um yeah how'd you get into it yeah i actually wanted to to run back a little bit just to what you said about me embodying the energies and i actually owe a lot of that to you because i remember this conversation i had when i started in this um this work and i started publicly really saying like and declaring you know this is my intention this is how i want to be of service and this is how i want to show up and i was struggling a bit with it i I didn't know how to navigate this newness and obviously 2020 was the year of the pivot right and um (laughs) I I came from makeup artistry and I pivoted into this and um, it was you that really said to me, like, what are you doing to embody this work in your own life and live it, live this expression of what you want to share. And that conversation that we had blasted me open into this work. Like seriously, it was the catalyst into really starting to see these chips fall in my own personal life and being like, wow, this divine mission of mine is meant to be lived at such a bigger scale than I ever thought. So to answer your question, um, where this really started was, I think it was always my path. It was always something I knew was a piece of my life, but I always thought it was in a private a private way and I we're both Gemini's I wear so many different hats I have you know um I have been literally the whole catalog of of careers I've been I won't even start but oh girl I'm um, going back I'm like I was a nanny I was a waitress I was this I was that yeah yeah, I got you (laughs) yeah so I've tried a lot I've tried a lot of different things but the other day I was actually writing out um you know these spaces that I filled so I uh was always really interested in communicating with people and I thought I wanted to do psychology and then I bumped up against you know not being smart enough not being able to be a doctor and then Mm. I really fell into makeup artistry because I just loved it I loved um adorning my temple and I loved sharing that with other folks right of of being playful in that in that um in that energy of art And um, then I actually moved into more of the sensuality space. I did uh, pole dancing. I taught pole dancing and I taught lap dance workshops. And I really started to embody that, um, you know, in my my early 20s, that sensual um, vibration that I was. And then from there, I went into customer service and to sales. And mm. what I really am seeing about these, the, the threads that tie all of these things together is this, um, is this nourishment of community, of this wanting mm. to 
be a um, be a beacon of what is possible be a connector of activating hearts be someone that is here to serve on such a large scale that my presence alone coming into a space is the thing that someone says ah like there's room for me too right me and my sensual expression makes someone else say "Ooh, like i get to do that too or that can be me as well or or me and my really internal more tenderness is like "Ooh, there's space for me as well to be like that so yeah, I was always interested in psychology and the mind. I was always interested in sexuality. Like I remember being young, I grew up with um, a dad as a physician and a mother as a spiritual mentor. And oh my God, I would, I love the, yeah, the, the duality. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so the questions we would have around the dinner table were so honest and mm. so like, you know, if you had a question about something, they were like, well, this is, this is what it is. Like, you know, tell it, tell it to you straight up. And I loved that honesty. And then that translated in me kind of being the, the go-to person that mm-hmm. people in the schoolyard were like, well, is this normal with my body? Like, is this period mm-hmm. thing? Like, is this supposed to happen? And, you know, I'm going into my first sexual experience. Like, how does, the, is this normal? Right. Um, so yeah, it was last year when the pandemic hit and I stopped doing bridal clients. I just said, this is the calling where I need to really step into this work and start chatting with people about their sensual expression, um, their divine, their divine essence and really activating hearts in that sense. So, yeah. Uh, Oh my God. Thank you for sharing. There's so much magic there. I want to go back to the very beginning and just thank you so much. I, um, and cr- I was crying over here when Jenna was talking about like how I was able to support her in that way because that's why I'm here and like really understanding right now I'm here to activate you into the things you can't necessarily see on a mental physical emotional energetic level and I've been doing that for a minute without knowing so just thank you so much for that um, and then geez again so much juice where do we start you let's go to the safe and supportive space you hold and like that girl like you would have been my best friend on the schoolyard like asking all the dirty questions like all about this and it's so funny there's like so many things laced in this so number one jenna is the first person that like openly like said cock and like didn't like like I didn't like feel there was like any like laugh or anything like that like she was just like saying what did you say you were like like cock worship and you were like talking like so openly and freely and like yeah and this and that and this is how you do I'm like who is this chick like she is my best friend on now a 10 times different level and like like seriously like so I share that because you hold such a comfortable space for us to go there. And this, when we worked one-on-one together, I was able to share like things about my sexuality, things about sexual experiences in my past that I had never was able to even share with anybody else, with, with my partner, like share with myself, like for real and honest. So you were that space for me to like, 
activate my self-worth on a different level because you held such that safe space for me to express these things that I've been suppressing for so long, like literally like living inside of that sacral chakra and like, like the word destroying the sacral chakra comes up. That's not the right word, but like that energy of just like really like taking away from, from, taking away from like the empowerment, which is that destroying, that's why it came through. And that's what you gave back to me was again, that worthiness. And from there, it was like, I started to receive more money. I started to see my body in a different way. I started to love myself more. I started to like, like, I'll say it out loud because this is a safe space with you, but like play with myself, pleasure myself, masturbate more, um, and realize that like self-pleasure, literally it equals actual pleasure in the real world and like started to break that stigma. <laughs> and then it also, in my relationship with Kevin, <coughs> excuse me, my throat is like ready to express this, I guess, in the real world. I haven't shared this ever with anybody. Um, but with Kevin, my partner, like, yo, he's my best friend. He's my man. And like, we've been through it. And I understood masculine and feminine from our relationship. And this is like a year, a year before I even met Jenna, right? But you, Jenna, were able to hold this space for me in a no shame judgment frequency and i was able to share things about my relationship that were like literally like making me like choke like i even i know the you know the conversation i'm talking about i was at my uncle's house and it was just like yeah it was crazy so saying all this you did the exact same thing for me being able to feel so comfortable to express like literal things that i've been suppressing for years and in the current moment that I didn't have any space that I could like feel like I could go talk to because like he's my best friend. Like I would usually go talk to him about that. Um, and I didn't feel comfortable with anybody else. And it's no like knock on anybody else. It's just literally that space. You're just like sit there and like radiate that like you don't even have to say anything. You do say the things you need to say, but it's just like you know, it, I just like wanted, I was like, okay, it needs to be said here and I can say it because it's so safe. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that activated like the worthiness back to the relationship. That's what, why I shared all this. <laughs> back to the relationship, our relationship strengthened and grew so like so big. And like right now, like we, I, the last time we talked, we were talking about like being gay, like getting married and like taking the next steps and all the things. And like, definitely like, can't wait till he like surprises me with that. Like, who knows? I don't care. But it's like, we're at that level of like, that's just where we're at. And it's, you know, like, so yeah, it's a beautiful experience. Um, and your sessions are powerful as fuck. And the energy that you hold there is so powerful. So yeah, that's what I want to share. It's coming back to that love, right? Because I mean, there's so much stuff on top of our, our full expression, right? And that includes the layers of ourself that include our sensual expression and our sexual, our sexuality and like the stuff that sits on that when we can lovingly start to peel those things back and return to it as just pure 
like this is our divinity, right? Like our sacred mm. vessel is our body. Why can't we nourish it? Why can't we pour into it with pleasure? Why can't we um, meet it with curiosity and play, right? And when you start to turn that um, that light inward, where you're where you're like, okay, well, you know, how can I bring a more loving touch to my body, or how can I um, express my desires with my throat, right? Like you were having that moment there where you're like, mm. oh, I'm saying things that I that have once been edgy or, or whatever right and it's coming out and it's like you meet yourself in those corners and then it's it's ability to then just be reflected back into all the areas right your sisterhood your partnerships your um your children your parents all of those things get to then have more love pour into them because you it's your podcast name your cup is full right <laughs> you're filling your vessel you're nourishing your own vessel you're coming back into its pure state and a lot of people say like oh sacred sacred sexuality like that's weird to have those two words together mm. but how sacred it is to be in a body and uh in this space space and time and how how special that experience is you know i think we just we get living and we kind of forget uh and we we detach from our own um our own divinity so yeah nothing's weird with me I like all the words are welcome all the stories are welcome and I think it's just to have a space where you can say those things or um, express without being you know shamed or without having um, the additional layers of stuff on top of it right a lot of our beginning sexual experiences or sexual um, education involves uh, other people's BS right and it takes away from the purity of it wow a hundred percent that like I do want to share too that you not only supported my journey but I was able to share with my 16 year old sister who felt she would fucking kill me she doesn't listen to this podcast guys don't worry like she would fucking kill me but like talk she's like I don't even want to tell you like I only told Aaron like I don't want to tell you I'm like what like what is going on and she's like I I feel like so like I just don't want to tell you I'm like, just like tell me like it's okay she's like I masturbate and I like I like it and like I just I masturbate and I'm like I like at first like that reaction of like oh my god not I wouldn't say that but I like felt the reaction more and then I was able to because of the work that we've done and the shame like because we've had the conversation of where this starts like in our education Mm -hmm. like I was able to take an even deeper breath like literally like (laughs) like paused and was like like, it's okay. Like, why are you ashamed of that? Like, I did that. Like, I didn't have anyone to talk to. Like, it's like, it's totally okay. Like, don't feel that, you know, like, like I'm getting emotional talking about it because it's like, so what a gift to be able. And it's already like, look at the work you've done and who, who knows how many other people have been able to do this for like their younger people too. Right. But like, look at how your work has already spread like down generations and truly it does when you bring up like where that starts like I went to Catholic school born and raised Catholic and so goddamn the sexual like remember like splitting us up into like boys go in this room and girls go in this room and like oh my god we're talking about like a pad today the period ah and so like yeah the whole rabbit hole there but um yeah so thank you because i have wanted to tell you that it's 111 right here so very magic um Mm -hmm. but i have wanted to tell you that about my sister because 
that is why we do the work so that we can alleviate it all comes down to like that that to be in that safe space there can't be that shame and so yeah it's just really beautiful i love that you brought that up actually because i think this is something interesting that's been on my heart and on my mind is i've, I've seen this shared a bit through social media in the last little bit um and that's like how sacred sexuality and how the polarity of the masculine and feminine. And I truly, I truly, truly wish that the two, we could just rename these things because mm. it, and we live in a non-binary world now. Right. And we have to right. make space for, um, for more than just that duality. Right. But um, also I've seen people talking about how um, like, you know, talking about, sex and an energy exchange and in more of the energy body of it and more of the the spiritual essence of it how it's like purity culture rebranded and how it's mm. um a lot of those teachings of the catholic church and probably what you and i grew up knowing is like how it's saying you know you have to be protective of how many partners you sleep with because then you're leaking your energy to these other folks and stuff like that and so oh i've God. seen that bit being shared a, a little bit and it it was triggering for me at first and I really want to take a second here to acknowledge with you and to anyone who's listening, like how there gets to be space for all of it and how, mm. you know, talking about these two energies and, and the duality of them doesn't mean we're putting anyone in boxes and also doesn't mean that just because you choose consciously maybe a sexual partner in one moment, you can't go have a one night stand the next or have a really fun sexual liberating experience that is not so quote unquote like conscious or spiritual mm. in its essence so I think um I needed the space to voice that because it's definitely been on my heart and on my mind of how I would not definitely not want to continue into the the quote unquote stuff with with bunny ears right mm. that is um that is religious in its undertone about sex but there also is space in sacred sexuality to also have your own um framework so if you have um a religious background and and a practicing religion where you have space for sex before marriage or um anything else and in, in, in the spectrum of um your sensual expression that's all welcome to right mm. Yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. And I'm kind of just like, yeah, taking it in and processing a little over here. Cause that's the first, uh, I love just what you shared about the, uh, kind of the spiritual essence, the energy essence of like keeping your energy clean. Cause that's totally like, there's so much of that in the community we're in, in so many different ways. Yeah. So just thank you for voicing that, that needed to be shared. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing you were saying, and maybe you can tell me if I am hearing you wrong, but like also this way of going about like um, more of being conscious about having like multiple partners like it's different because you're in your body and like you're conscious about it and there is that like within you too right going back to that masculine and feminine energy 
and despite what you identify with on the outside it's like on the inside that energy is just that balance that duality and further than that how I've seen feminine and masculine play out is like it's our human and soul self so it's like that balance of that um so with that being said it's like being conscious about having multiple partners that consciousness is like that feminine energy that soul energy and creating boundaries and like showing up how you desire and like being true to that and not so that creates the boundaries in itself right that's the masculine like that's the human showing up to take that action in a sense so like I just see like all of those energies playing out even in that process of like going about having multiple partners and not having that shame about it how Mm -hmm. does that resonate yeah, I think it goes back to intention, right? If that is mm. your true heart's desire and it's being in tune with your own with your own body, within your own heart to say like, what is it that you do desire? Mm. And is that is that desire for multiple partners for pleasure and for fun and for curiosity and exploration and like, you know, those things that come from a place of um, feeling full or is that coming from a place of more or less seeking an another something that you feel um depleted in your own self like you know if you're looking for validation or you're looking for comfort or um whatever it may be right it's it's knowing um that heart compass of what am i what am i looking to nourish right now what am i seeking and um and that's going to be the the inner guidance system that's going to keep you in a path that you remain full in your expression, right? It doesn't take away from your essence um, in mm. order to, to have those different partners um, to, to be a little bit more uh, spicy, you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, there's, there's room in that space of um, the, the, uh, the conscious sexuality where it is, um, it doesn't look like just man and woman. And that's really what I want to, what I want to stress is it doesn't have to just be man and woman. When we're talking about the masculine and the feminine energy dynamics, this could be two women, this could be Mm -hmm. two men. Um, It could be a man and a woman. It could be a they, like Mm -hmm. it it could be a a non-man woman, right? Mm -hmm. It could be anyone in between a non-binary folk who's just, um, who, you know, the masculine energy is really just driven towards mission and purpose. And the mm. feminine energy is, is that the part of ourselves that's driven towards love and nourishment and compassion, mm. and empathy, you know? So we all have it in us. We could rebrand them easily and yeah. still feel like those things resonate. Wow. Thank you. I love that you shared the, like, if you broke it down like that, um, because I was going to ask, and you were already picking up on it, like, how would you break that down? So I like that it came out that way, because my brain, yeah, that was so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I selfishly kind of want to take the conversation to, um, (laughs) to, like, what is your favorite way to tap, like, further into your divine like feminine energy and like any of your favorite rituals or just like just anything you know um because I know you've given really great tips for um and I use this one like 
because I work from home, my man works from home, a lot of us, all of us probably work from home now, shit, right? So there's a lot of, like, those boundaries were gone around, like, getting home from work, and the work day's done, and, like, sinking into different energy, and so just long story short, one of the things you shared was, like, well, maybe just go take a shower, and, like, change your clothes, and, like, freshen up in that way, and, like, there's a reset in that energy, too, Mm -hmm. so that, I'm not still in more of my more masculine essence of like, I'm working, I'm doing this, like, you know, or else because we're then we're both in our masculine and it's not going to be great. So long. Yeah. I'd love for you to kind of just like, if you want riff on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll describe um, the divine feminine sort of the characteristics of it to paint a picture just in case this is newer to anyone, but Thank you. I forgot um, about that. We're like, yeah, feminine, masculine, this, that. It's like, yes, for anyone that. Go over that first. Yeah. That would be helpful. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. So yeah, there is these two opposing, these two polar energies. There is the feminine energy, which we're going to go into lots. Um, That's sort of my wheelhouse. And then the masculine energy. And both of the two have a divine expression of them. Um, and a wounded. I like to refer to it also as just like the unhealthy version of that energy, right? It's not fully expressed. It's not fully liberated. There's some stuff on top of it that's causing that energy to not fully be liberated in its expression. So the divine masculine looks like strong, it's protective, it's confident, honest, rational, and purposeful. And again, it's mission and goal driven. The wounded masculine can show up as like ruthless or forceful, Mm. um, really selfish or egotistical, like really in that ego mind of like, we're going to do this, 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 Mm. kind of out of the feeling body and stubborn too, stubborn or destructive, like um, stubborn and, and not willing to kind of, you know, see anything beyond its mission and the the goal in front of it and destructive is in I'll do anything in my path to get my goal and or my mission and it doesn't matter who gets hurt along the way whereas the the divine masculine in that would see you know who is being affected and who can I call in to live out my mission or my purpose in a in a more um uh, conscious way then the um feminine energy in the divine form is compassionate it's our it's our empathetic it's um uh really nourishing energy the divine feminine energy is comfortable with their sexuality and their sensuality as well right that part of themselves is welcome and that's the part of you that's like you know when you're you're really tapped into your divine feminine you're able to see yourself as um as a in your full sexual expression and also Mm -hmm. fertile right you know into Mm -hmm. that more of that mother archetype and into the familial stuff um the energy is abundant it owns their power really it's a vast powerful energy it's mother earth Mm -hmm. um and it's full really i like to see the the divine feminine as this beautiful full cup uh keep having parallels (laughs) with the podcast here but it's it's so perfect now the um the wounded or unhealthy expression of the feminine energy can come out as needy Mm. 
Um, it can come out as people pleasing or gossipy, right? Like really interested in talking about other people and preoccupying yourselves with other people's lives, other people's things. Um, it can also be manipulative. So if you're in that, if you've got some feminine wounds there, um, you can kind of manipulate other people to get your way or um, manipulate with your sensual expression or that kind of thing. Um, it can be doubtful too, right? Really mm. like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not, not confident. Like, I don't know. Um, and jealous. So that's kind of, you know, that, uh, that girlfriend archetype that's so commonly shown in, mm -hmm. in TV shows and movies, right. Of like checking the phone and feeling like not full enough in their expression that they have to, um, go out and check. So mm -hmm. those are the two energies and their divine versus their wounded form. So any questions about that? I, uh, I don't have questions, but I would just like to pause and say thank you so much for explaining it that way. Um, and yeah, for anyone just learning, you're like, this is the first time hearing about it. That is such a beautiful, like, it is all about polarity and balance. And these energies live within us so that we can find more harmony and inner peace at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and I really do want to express and kind of strongly that when I started this journey, I was heavily in my wounded essences in both forms which is not a bad thing at all so if you're hearing like well fuck like I'm like literally like feel like in the wounded on both sides like it's not a bad thing at all that's usually what does happen and even like especially I realized for um people who do identify as women we are raised in such a patriarchal society that we are like more in our masculine essence as well so if you're like well I hear all of those masculine qualities and I don't feel you know what I'm saying like we have to to keep up yeah yes yeah. yes so no judgment no shame right here's where we can practice that like those divine feminine qualities of opening our heart and more compassion and that truly is what this journey is about it's a lifelong process because yes I started this process a couple years ago now like really diving into like oh, okay this is what you know this energy is and to this day it's still a dance I still find myself people pleasing I still find myself um working over then and instead of listening to my body and that's always the dance of this energy this masculine and feminine this life th this human this soul self and finding that harmony between both um and what I've learned in my experience is like that compassion piece and mm -hmm. unconditional love changes the fucking game when you're going through the ebbs of life like yeah. that is what carries you through um so yeah i just wanted to share that yeah it's a beautiful note i think yeah if we're being if we're all being honest very honest with ourselves <laughs> all of these uh, these parts of us live within right and those are those mm. beautiful layers of what makes up our humanness and so um if you're if you're feeling like oh, okay um yeah i'm resonating with all you know all of these uh descriptors or, or whatnot like perfect like that mm. is the human experience um and if you're feeling like oh maybe you're leaning a little heavy into one direction, you know, whether it be like um, maybe more of that masculine energy, but you, okay, because 
a lot of us, especially as business, uh, you know, femmes in business, we're going to lead with our, with our masculine energy. We're going to be delegating. We're going to be um, doing the client calls. We're going to be creating. We're going to be doing the finances, all the things behind the scenes, which are, um, a lot of people are doing right now, right? And working from home, all of these lines are blurred. But then you have a feminine sexual essence. So in um, so we all kind of have like a driving force, one way that we lean our energy towards during our work day and how we present. And most of us, that's going to be masculine. Mm. And then in terms of creating really beautiful, juicy polarity and intimacy, you need both energies to be present. So one to be receiving, receiving one to be um, giving, mm. one to be leading, one to be led. And that's where I really work with people in order to say, well, what is your, what is your sexual expression? You know, is that more, is that more feminine in essence or is that more masculine? And then how can we create more polarization in your intimacy so that that feels very magnetic and naturally, um, it creates that natural chemistry, right? Instead of, um, uh, feeling kind of like, we're just two roommates coming to bed and maybe mm. we'll do some stuff and mm. whatever. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so that's gonna, all the, all the really sexy love scenes that we like to watch, there's polarity that exists even between two bodies that have the same genitals. Yes. I really love that you shared all of that. Cause that kind of brings us to, or at least me a thought, to a conversation of like multidimensionality and being able to own all of these pieces of ourselves. Like we, to feel the pleasure, we have to feel like the pain as well. So it's not, again, there's no judgment to be in either or. It is to love ourselves through all of it and to show ourselves compassion when we feel more of that pain is going to be that medicine to lead us back to that pleasure. And that's the beautiful thing about that duality. So yeah, that's just something that came up. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can jump into those um, embodiment practices if you uh, want to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that's, I feel like that's like really what we will end on and we're kind of coming up to an end, but I do again, selfishly, but not selfishly, it's my podcast, so let's do it. Um, I would love to talk a little bit about that because um, this has been so big for me. Like when you're in an actual partnership, again, doesn't matter the gender, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're in an actual like relationship partnership, and especially because we're all in such cl- close quarters now, like when I found myself, and this Jesus God, this is from numerous times of me doing it the opposite way and learning through trial and error. Um, But when I found myself really frustrated with Kevin, who's my man's, um, found myself really frustrated with Kevin and started to like, I was just resentful and angry and just like, uh, and like holding all these things. And he didn't necessarily know because I was holding all of it in and it just created this friction in our relationship. And like, again, behind closed doors, I was like blaming him for shit and just projecting all of these things on me onto him that were like actually my things. There's two things here. When you like feel that imbalance and you're at the point of like, I need to break up with this motherfucker, like fuck him, like all of the things, like, cause that's how I felt like literally gonna break up our relationship. And this is like, this man loves me like I've never experienced love before. Like, 
but I was in that ego state of like such the wounded masculine of like, like how could he like deal with this this way? And how could he do this this way? Like, again, learning from experience, I had to take a step back out of like being so attached in the energy of that. And yes, and in essence, like ignore him to spend time with my own masculine and feminine energy again, which mm-hmm. is just spending time with myself and like removing myself from like, it, and what I see is too, is like removing myself from like all the things I'm energy wise, like throwing at him and taking it back and being like, well, first off this relationship, this partner is a mirror to me. So what am I like, fucking projecting on him that is literally what I need to see for myself and every time that happened and I went back to spend time with myself and I've given this advice to a couple people who like have shared like yo like I'm ready to like break up and even like divorce like Mm -hmm. it's just it's so I share that because it's so powerful to be able to remove and observe and spend time with yourself and nourish yourself, fill your cup back up and watch how that relationship shifts. Like watch how like your partner will come in and support you in ways like you either weren't seeing before or really like, because you're doing your own work yourself, your partner in turn like feels that energy, like balance within you again. So your partner is like, in turn becoming more of that alignment with you like you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. that's like such that's been a game changer and then the last little piece off of that is like if you're feeling like you're holding on to these things and like you're just like really like fuck like you're I think it's because I did this like fuck you fuck you and like not saying anything like communicate what's going on like it's so hard for us to communicate like anger and like frustration and like sadness and like you really hurt me you know like there's like it's so hard to communicate those vulnerable emotions especially when we're in such close quarters like we feel like like why can't you just guess I'm feeling like this right but in my experience like even though he knows so much about me he still can't like guess you know like what I'm thinking and like how why would I think that you know so communication communication is so key to bring these energies back into balance um and yeah in partnership so I wanted to just say those things because beautiful yeah that's what's real for me Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's so different bringing something that's on your heart or on your mind from um a place of an open-heartedness right like um here I am Mm -hmm. I am I am coming into conversation with you from this space of, of like, you know, here's this tender thing that I'd like to discuss mm. rather than, you know, what I think is kind of a lot of defaults is coming in with the blame and with the, why aren't you doing something different or how come you aren't different? Um, and it isn't a loving conversation. It is, um, it is spicy, right? And and mm. that doesn't and that's not going to be received well. And the other thing I just wanted to note too about um, the energies is like the masculine energy is it, it it speaks in words. It understands in words that are fairly different than the than the feminine. And the masculine is so um, mission and goal oriented that sometimes that that feminine partner comes in and they say like 
this is what's hurting, like this is what's happening. And then the masculine partner goes right into fix it mode mm-hmm. or into um, let's think of an action step. Whereas the feminine partner could have been like, well, actually, like I knew what I wanted to do. I just wanted to be validated in the fact that this feels gross right now. Like mm. This feels sticky or tender, however it is. And so that's when, like you said, the communication is really key to be like, you know, Emily, I'm coming to you with something and I, I don't need a, a solution, but I just need to be really heard in this, mm. in this space. And I need a hug. I need a cuddle, like whatever you're desiring. And that starts with being able to give it to yourself first, right? To be able to know what's on your heart, what's on your mind and what you need in those moments. And when you can self source in, in the moments, you can, you can easily then translate that into your interactions with your partner or with other people too, right? Your mom or your girlfriends or whatever to say, mm. I need to vent about something, but I don't need a, I don't need a plan of action after it. I just really need the space to be heard and witnessed in this. So I love both those points. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing. Like you just did. I had something, but I don't remember. It's okay. God, what was it? That's okay. I knew this would happen one time during our conversation. We get in a flow and it's like, what were we talking about? Two Geminis. But um, yeah, it is a beautiful space to understand these energies within you because this really is the root, I think, of like, at least the languaging behind this of like just masculine, feminine, is always what I come back to, like when I'm talking about energy. Um, So I just think it's important to know about, oh, that's what I wanted to say. That's why I kind of like went off there. But that's what embodiment is too, is giving yourself what you need in the moment. And like Mm -hmm. when you give the human, when, when you listen to your soul self and you take action with that human and you give to the human what you need, like that's embodiment. So when we talk about that word embodiment, it's just being able to give yourself what you need in the moment and like listen to your intuition. And yeah, that's how those energies play out. So I just wanted to share that. But mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else like off of that? I don't want to cut you off. I, I didn't know if I cut you oh, off. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's complete on that. Yeah, um, no, I, um, I'd love for you to, yeah, just share a little bit because let's go back to that. I was just like selfishly again, um, wanting to know. And I think that'll be like a good kind of wrap up of our conversation um but yeah what are your like fun little rituals or anything to spice up your energy and just flow back into your feminine you know yeah I think the uh if you think about your morning and how you Mm. how you start that first hour of your day you know everyone's talking about morning routines blah 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 blah. they do 600 million things before like (laughs) you know 10 a.m and it's like that's really overwhelming but a simple practice of even just before your feet touch the ground, like after you wake up, um, before grabbing your phone, even just a few simple breaths with a hand on heart, hand on belly to be like, what's here? You know, what is, what's happening today? What's, um, what's alive and real in those first few moments of waking um, is a really beautiful feminine um, embodiment practice of just dropping into like a body scan, right? An energetic Mm -hmm. body scan and check in. Um, and then that could move into some journaling if that felt really good and supportive to you or like a brain dump of the things that were on your mind. Whereas in the, the polar polarity of that, in a, in a, if you were feeling a little bit too in your feminine energy and you were looking for support in the masculine er, uh, energy, 
you could wake up and actually create like some structure for your day. So you could make a list of these are the things I know top of mind that I need to create or need to do or need to execute and then actually kind of plug them in hour by hour of what you'll do um, and create a, like a, a spine for your day. Um, in terms of dropping into the feminine, the positive pole for um, uh, in Tantra is the heart for, for the feminine and for the, the female body. So um, breast massage is really beautiful. Even just connecting with your breasts in a way that's not um, necessarily for pleasure or for erotic expression, but um, like sitting in that space of your chest and in your heart uh, is really, really beautiful way of dropping into the feminine body um you know dance so you could get up and do a flow or just put on your favorite song and like just jump around a little bit let your limbs go like shaking out everything from head to toe um or doing really long beautiful postures like allowing whatever is in your mind to actually be channeled through your expression so if you wake up and you're feeling tender or anxious like how could you jump onto your yoga mat and allow those feelings to move through you know could that be some long stretching where you're actually allowing some of that energy to um come out you know your your hands and your feet um allowing tears to fall um allowing maybe some deep exhales some um, more heavy sighs that kind of thing um and then like you said too at the end of the day sort of switching in another beautiful embodiment practice for, for the feminine is like sinking into water you know the, the emotion of the energy so mm. or the, the energy of um of water like you know a bathing ritual a bath that's why like the divine feminine hashtags always got those flower baths and like yes you know uh, <laughs> sexy things in water because it is uh, such a, a feminine vibration so if you are working from home right now and you find that uh, dance between your delegation mind and your creation mind into the softening and into the more nourishing energy, I would um, have a shower and, and put on a different outfit, maybe comb your hair, put on um, your favorite lip balm or a, a shade of lipstick if that's your thing. Um, and just kind of adorn yourself, spending a couple minutes with your, with your temple and just, uh, send it some love. And then that can feel like opening of a new chapter for your evening. So those are a couple things that are just, uh, top of mind. Just some yummy things to leave us with. Oh, those are so yummy. I'm definitely, um, gonna go invest in jest. I wanted to say in jest and I don't know why I said invest, yeah. but I'm going to go take a bath. Um, that sounds so yummy. Um, nice. but thank you so much, Jenna, for taking some time with me today and for just like going to all of the places and for having such a beautiful conversation with me. Um, I know that this is, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. So, um, that's amazing for me, but for everyone else listening, I know this is really valuable. Um, and activating for them as well so just thank you so much for sharing you and all of your magic and your wisdoms and before we officially wrap up where can the people find you how can people maybe work with you right now um 
yeah, just all of those things. <laughs> yeah, the best way to find me and the place I like to hang out is on Instagram. So my handle is at Jeaner Mill. So it's Jean, like a pair of jeans, J-E-A-N-E-R-M-I-L-L. Um, and I'm most frequently there and I have two offerings right now. You can either work with me one-on-one, which is a beautiful way. It gets us to go nice and deep and uh, a really uh, nourishing space for us to dig into the parts that are specific to just you. And then I have a feminine embodiment flow that I do once a month and it's called the Dancing in the Feminine um, session. And that is really a, an hour and a half of just playing in the feminine energy. So a lot of us uh, who want to tune into the feminine energy of ourselves, but have kind of feel like it's like rusty wheels between, you know, switching between the energies or, or tuning into the energy. So this is a time where we're not theorizing and we're not talking it through. We're actually just moving in our bodies in a way through the, through the feminine energy. And then I've started doing in these uh, circles a sisterhood exchange, which is the most uh, powerful, like, channeled experience I've ever had. Mm. And um, it's really, really activating. So that is a really lovely space to receive support from other um, women or femmes and really feel loved up and nourished. So those are my two spaces and you can find that just in my bio on my Instagram. Mm, Wow. Yeah. I will definitely link your Insta below um, so that everyone can just go stalk you and just go play in your energy. Um, I highly recommend Jennifer one-on-one sessions. I highly recommend her. She supported me to seriously unlock these things that I have, uh, hadn't been able to do with myself or other people before. So highly recommend her for one-on-ones. And I am definitely going to be coming to one of those workshops because I need to know what the sisterhood exchange is. Okay. Okay. I need to be there. So you will see me at one of those very soon. But again, thank you so, so much, Jenna. It was such an honor to be in your energy and um, yeah, until next time. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Remember to check all of the links in the show notes below to connect further with Jenna, myself, all things in between. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night, your evening, your day, whenever you're listening to this. Until next time, fill your cup family.